This is Shifting Our Schools episode 41, Project-Based Awesomeness. Listen up, educators. Are you looking to take your classroom to the next level? The technological shift in education is happening right now. If you're looking to integrate technology into your classroom, you're in the right place. Welcome to Shifting Our Schools with your host, Jeff Udick. Welcome back to Shifting Our Schools and to the first week of March. Uh, March is my favorite month for two reasons. One, here in a week or so, we have daylight savings time here in uh, the Northwest, uh, or here in America, I guess, and uh, some places around the world, but I always love it uh, when all of a sudden the sun is out for an hour longer in the afternoon. And number two, the beginning of spring later this month. Spring is my favorite month or my favorite seasons, I guess, of the year. So I'm always looking forward to that. Little known fact, I geek out on tracking the sun. And so everybody in our friendship group is constantly looking uh, to me to know when these things and these events are going to happen. And uh, right now here in Seattle, anyways, we're gaining almost three and a half minutes of daylight a day. A little fact for you to take back. Amazing what happens when you're at different angles on our planet here and how fast the sun uh, changes angles. So anyways, that's a little little uh, March factness from me today. Thank you again, as always, for joining us. Really appreciate it. Uh, we'll get right to it today. Uh, if you want to leave us questions and comments, know that you can over at sospodcast.org slash questions, uh, or you can leave a comment on any show episode over at the same place, sospodcast.org. You can click on any show there and leave us a comment on a specific show if you would like. As always, a great thank you to our sponsor, Flipgrid. Uh, and as, as you know, you can get a 45 day free trial of Flipgrid Classroom just by entering the code EDURO Learning at checkout. That's E D U R O Learning at checkout, and you can get 45 free days of using Flipgrid Classroom with your students. And if you're using Flipgrid with your students, please email us, leave a comment on uh, our website, or go over to sospodcast.org slash questions and leave a Flipgrid. A little 90-second intro to who you are and how are you using Flipgrid with your kids. We're always looking for ways, and maybe we'll even get you on the show to explain further on how you're using Flipgrid with your students. Also, real quick, if you could help us out by leaving comments and reviews. For those of you that already have, thank you so much. Uh, It means so much for us, but anytime you can leave a comment or review on iTunes or Google Play, or we're now on Spotify, which is cool because now you can ask any of your home devices. So if you have an Echo or a Google Home, you can just ask on Spotify to play Shifting our schools, which is kind of cool. Um, but please, what we need is uh, we need help with reviews by leaving reviews on any place that you happen to listen, whatever the podcast channel that you have, that just helps us to show up uh, higher in search results, which allows more listeners and more listeners allows us to keep doing this for you. So uh, we really appreciate it. If you have some time to just head on over, leave us a quick review on what your thoughts are on our podcast. So we appreciate that. A couple little things coming up under, uh, make sure that you're signed up to the Duro Learning Newsletter. We are getting ready to launch. If we haven't already, depending on the timing of this podcast, our 30 days of free PD. That's 30 days of every single day. You're going to be getting an email that has videos and PDFs and how to's uh, just a great way that we're trying to give back to the community that, that has uh, taught us so much. So you're going to want to sign up for the newsletter. You can do that over at edurolearning.com. That's E D U R O learning.com. Uh, also, if you're an instructional coach, we talked about this last week as well. 
Kim Cofino's coaching micro credential is launching uh, this week. I believe registration is opening up, uh, but it's only for a limited amount of people. We keep this very small, very tight. It is long-term deep dive into coaching theories and practices with Kim and Diana. Uh, more information again over at edurolearning.com, or you can go to sospodcast.org slash coaching, and that'll take you directly into where you can find out more information. And when registration does open up, be able to register there. It's an amazing program uh, aimed at helping coaches and tech toses and those that support teachers in the classroom, supporting those that support teachers. That's a good way, I think, to put it as well. All right, this week, um, I had a chance a couple weeks ago to catch up with Chris Butler, the co-host of the uh, project-based awesome podcast. I always call it project-based awesomeness, but it is the project-based awesome podcast. You can find him in uh, iTunes and Google Play Music and, and other places as well. Um, but we caught up at the IPDX conference when we were down in Portland together to see what he's been up to and his thoughts on this idea of project-based learning. So you're in for a great show as we just talk about project-based learning, kind of Chris's background, where they've come from, and some of the stuff that they're launching over at project-based awesome. And with that. On to the show. Awesome. All right. Because we're talking about Project Based Awesome. Yep. All right. So I'm here with uh, Chris Butler, and we're just going to talk about your podcast, what yep. you're involved in, and things that are going on. Perfect. Sounds good. Um, so we met at the workshop in Chelan, I yes. think, for the first time. O- official, well, officially, officially the first met. Time. Yeah, yeah. We had run across each other's paths before. Right. But, yeah. yeah. Very cool. And uh, you and your partner, Aaron, Aaron. Aaron uh, who are doing the Project Based Awesome. Yep. Uh, we kind of started talking about that, so I thought it'd be good if we sat down and had a, had a recording about it. So talk to me about how. Kind of give me your story. Okay. As far as where did you start in the classroom? What are you doing now? Cool. So, started out, um, I like to refer to myself as a reformed English language arts teacher. Reformed. Uh, Recovering. Recovering. Um, I taught, well, 17 years in the classroom as a language arts teacher, four years in the middle school, then moved up to high school, and I started out in Prosser, Washington, um, nice little district in Prosser, and um, through those years... Um, we got the chance to kind of be creative in our teaching as long as, you know, we were doing good things and working towards the standards and all that. Um, and the last couple of years there, the district started to work their way into incorporating more technology. They got a couple of carts of iPads, and I was like, I want to use those in my class. I'm checking them out all the time. And I dove into that pretty deep. Um, and that was in the early time of Google Drive. Mm-hmm. Um, there was no Google Classroom, so everything was kind of, it was a mess when t- students would turn stuff in. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> you know how that goes. Um, but I was, started using Twitter as kind of my my classroom website. Yeah. Um, my way to, um, I would link documents and here's what we're doing in class and the students and the parents would follow me on that. Um, and then kind of from there, so then I actually moved to um, Hanford High School in the Richmond School District. And I've been there for, in the Richmond School District, this is my fourth year there. Um, and when I first got there, it was our first, we were just launching into a Chromebook adoption, and I heard about that, and they were they were picking like four or five teachers in the whole district to yeah. have a cart in their classroom, and I was like, can I please? Here's what I'll do with it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I got that in my classroom, um, and I went, I did as much blending as I could, went virtually paperless, um, started having the, using Google Classroom, modeling this, having, um, I would have, you know, district administrators come in and teachers come in and see what I was doing, um, 
and having the students create and having them do things that they've never been able to do, which is that's kind of my passion, right? Yeah. That's where that's where the magic happens. Okay. Incorporating the technology. Um, so I did that for two years in the classroom, and then I actually went to NCCE and I saw you mm-hmm. doing a session talking about coaching in that schools need instructional coaches right. um, based in the technology aspect of it. And so I went back to my administration and said, I got an idea. <laughs> How about if I do this? I can do this part-time, teach part-time. Very cool. Um, and it ended up, the district was hiring, ended up hiring for some instructional technology coaches that next year, got the job. So I've been doing that for two and a half years. Um, and that's that's pretty awesome. I get to work with teachers to incorporate new technology into their classrooms, work with students, do some co-teaching in classes. So I get to have, I get to work with more students than I ever had before. And are you just doing the high school with your tech coaching role? Well, are you district wide? Or I'm, we're based at a single school. Okay. Um, but we work, so we're, we work with individual, te- individual teachers at that school. Okay. But we also do like professional development district wide that okay. sort of thing. And I actually just they just moved me to the new middle school at semester. They moved me out there. Um, it's a STEAM school. They're full on one to one with Chromebooks. Um, so they moved me out there to help support okay. their teachers with that. Yeah. And your district just passed your levy. Just passed which our means levy. You're going to hire more coaches. Hire more coaches. Congratulations yeah. on that. Yeah. That's always a big thing. Absolutely, it's going to be awesome. Um, we were talking earlier that I've been following all of the levies very closely. Yes. Yeah, uh, I love supporting school. My spreadsheet. Yes. I've got my geek out spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. Knowing, uh, you know, it's just been it's been fun to to watch. Yeah. You know, our state, the state of Washington, really um, changing stuff. So this has kind of led into this project base. Awesome. Yeah. So tell me about where did this come from? And so when I got hired at Hanford four and a half years ago at the high school, um, that same year that I got hired, Aaron Dickey, my partner, got hired, um, and we were actually we actually applied and interviewed for the same gig. Um, but they they hired ended up hiring both of us they wanted us, both of us but I got the English job and she kind of took a social studies English part half and half job um, and we met and we started planning together and we just clicked we had mm. the same like project based learning and students creation and student centered and standards based grading and all yeah. this stuff that we really with project based awesome we really base all that stuff on that right cool. um, and so about two years ago, she actually took a hiatus from teaching, um, went and started working with the nonprofit, um, developing um, early childhood education um, lessons and things like that. And uh, she contacted me and said, "Hey, I got this idea." Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "What if we took all the stuff that we did and the lesson planning that we did and those ideas, and we kind of created this these resources for teachers?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's funny, because I've been thinking the exact same thing. So it was just kind of this cool moment. We're like, yeah, let's do this. Um, And so that became Project Based Awesome. So basically Project Based Awesome is we kind of have a... If you you go onto the website, projectbasedawesome.com, there's an image of kind of our three pillars of Project Based Awesome. So we kind of live in the center of instructional technology, project-based learning, and just good teaching strategies, right? And we want to live right in the middle of that. So, um, so all of those things are just part of the everyday classroom. Cool. And so, we um, we're really proud of the of the way that we do our lesson planning and unit planning and mm-hmm. try to incorporate all of those. We talk about um, inputs and outputs. And if you go to the site and um, listen to our podcast, we have a podcast, and Aaron writes a bunch of blogs and all sorts of good things out there. But um, we talk about just how to make this happen 
So it's not an, another thing on top of what you're already doing. Right. It's just what you're doing. It is as what a you teacher. do. Right. Yeah. yeah. I like that. And so in your roles now as coaching, are you able to then implement? I mean, as part as like with your, you know, like you're saying, you guys live in the, the middle of those three circles. Mm -hmm. And so in your role now, as both of you being coaches, is this the kind of stuff you're supporting your teachers with within your school district? And how's that going? Um, I'll answer the second part first. It's a slow process. <laughs> it's a slow process. <laughs> it's yeah. a big boat, right? Um, but we're seeing, so yes, there, those are the type of things that we're able to support. Um, as I said, the district's moving one-to-one. -one. Next year will be fully one-to-one -one with Chromebooks. Um, and as you know, as teachers, if they, I always say, you don't know what you don't know. So yeah. as teachers, if they've never seen it, never experienced it, um, they don't know what great things students can do with technology. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of the lower level um, just putting, doing the same thing that they used to do with the technology. Sure. Which is, a, it's the door in, it's a step in, that's yeah. great. Um, but our part of our role is to show and to teach the teachers and the students um, what cool things they can do with the technology. So give me an example of like a cool project you've done with a teacher. Or so one of, one of the things that I really enjoyed doing was with one of my social studies teachers um, and I got to co-teach with him, it was fantastic, but we took a unit that he was already teaching um, around um, the Industrial Revolution. And we just kind of, we looked at, we always start with the a driving question based on the standards. Mm -hmm. Here's what we want the students to learn. Here's our overall driving question. Um, and then we decided that instead of, instead of reading the content in the textbook and listening to lectures and all that kind of stuff and then writing a paper or doing a test at the end, how about we do a weekly podcast? And the podcast would be based around all of the learning that the students did based on a weekly, so we have the overriding driving question for sure. the whole unit, and the weekly focus. And over the course of that week, they get multiple inputs, which is something I talk about um, with Project Based Awesome. Mm -hmm. So the inputs can be digital, they can be long form, they can be short form, so short videos, YouTube videos, it can be um, lessons that the teacher gives, little mini lessons, that sort of thing, um, reading a textbook, whatever the case is, right? So they take all that learning, synthesize it, and apply it to the general question for the week, mm -hmm. and the, they create this podcast talking about that. So what we did is kind of, the, the whole idea is, for that class, how does the Industrial Revolution connect to today's world? Mm, cool. And so they're able to, able to take the learning throughout the week, apply it, synthesize it, apply it, and create this podcast showing their learning that way. So, so that's you, another are you putting those podcasts like in iTunes or they are, or are they just MP3s you're putting out there? We did we used um, Podomatic. Okay, Podomatic. So we yeah. used beautiful yeah. audio editor to record the audio oh, cool. we used Podomatic. Right. Um, so they're out there for the world. So yeah. and that again that and that's another thing that we talk about with Project Based Awesome is authentic learning experiences, sure. right? Project based learning, authentic learning, real world audiences. Um, instead of just doing it for the teacher anymore, now yeah. it's for the whole world and the kids yeah. are like Oh, anybody can hear this? Yeah. yeah. And, the, you know, the thing I like is we're recording this at, at a conference here in Portland at uh, Accelerated, um, which is put on by OETC, which is great, great little conference. Yeah. 400 people, 300 people here. Um, but that has definitely been a theme again this year, which yeah, I really like. Right. Like, we're constantly trying to figure out that way that we make learning experiences yeah. truly authentic for kids. Yeah, for sure. And I loved our keynote this morning was talking about that, about, you know, what happens when the world is our curriculum. Mm -hmm. And I just love yeah. that idea. That was awesome. Yeah. You know, that fits into, fits into what, what you're talking about. Yeah. So, so 
so well, and the, the idea that we, you know, with this generation specifically, we have to make it relevant to them. Otherwise, they just shut down and they disengage. Yeah. And that's just something we see with this generation. For sure. and, that, and that idea in the keynote, she also brought up about the curiosity, and if we engage that curiosity, that is kind of lacking now. Yeah. It seems like right. So yeah, and we all want to learn, learn, right? If you're curious, yeah. you'll yeah. figure that stuff right. out. Yeah. But you gotta, you gotta get kids to be curious first. Yeah. Yeah. So you just published your first ebook. Which Congratulations! And you, you can download that on. We can download that on the on website. Projectbasedawesome.com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about the ebook. So, what, what what do I get? Okay, so the ebook is, it's called Project Based Awesome Starter Kit. Okay. Um, which is, as we were writing it, um, we were kind of debating like, how do we take all of this stuff, all of our ideas, and put it into one book. We're like, eh, we can't. There's no way. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so what we offer is, is basically, that's basically that. It's a, it's a starter kit. It's a way, it's a resource for teachers to go to, to download and read, that gives real-world scenarios, things that we've experienced and done that have both worked and not worked, Yeah. Um, based around the three pillars that I talked about. Um, and we break it down with, we start with the why and move to the how and then move to the what. Each chapter is broken down in those three ways. So the beginning of the chapter starts with a scenario, a story, an anecdote about you walk into a classroom, here's what driving questions look like in the Mm. classroom. So the why and then we move into the how. So specifically how as a teacher do you do this? Um, and then the what is more like resources, specific resources. We have some worksheet type things in there that, that they can use. Um, we linked to some specific books and, and um, educational professionals that we look to um, as resources. Mm, cool. Um, so it's not just about us, but it's about this bigger concept. Yeah, yeah. Linking out to all um, stuff, yeah. But so we go through kind of our, our main ideas, things like um, driving questions, um, standards-based grading, um, authentic audience, um, real-world projects, mm-hmm. and so we, each chapter focuses on Very each cool. one of those, yeah. so I love it. It's fun. Yeah, That's it's, so it's, cool. Yeah. Uh, and you have a podcast, so you have can download podcast. podcast everywhere podcasts can be found. Everywhere pod- well, right. you're getting <laughs> yes. there, right? You're yeah, getting so there. We're getting there. So obviously it's on the website. Um, it's on iTunes. Um, it's on Google Play. Um, I want to figure out how to get it on Stitcher. Yeah, um, and Spotify. Spotify, Spotify, Spotify now Spotify. has it, yeah. which is great, yeah. because then you say, okay, Echo. Yeah. Play it on Spotify, so yeah, we're starting to get we're starting to get more plays on Spotify. Okay, cool. So that's a that's a fun that's, one too. We can yeah. talk about that. Okay. Off it. Um, another question for you: As a coach, we have a lot of coaches yeah. that listen to our podcast. What is a strategy that you find when you're you know you're trying to implement this? You're trying to get teachers, you know, to understand project based mm-hmm. learning or you know working with uh, technology and in in your coaching role. What are strategies that you have found for you in just the way that you work to be very successful with teachers? Like, are you, I guess, what, what it always comes down to and what we're, where we approach it from yeah. is like working with the willing yes. versus working with all. Yeah. Right? And how, how do you kind of balance that as a coach? You know, that, and, that, and that's one of the toughest things about coaching. Actually. Yeah. Um, so I, I would say it's a blend. You have, um, so the, the, the real great coaching happens when you're in an extended time with a specific teacher or teachers in their classes with their kids doing hands-on stuff on a regular basis um that's not always a reality right in a perfect world that would be the best coaching right yeah um and, and some of that happens some of it just is the teachers i always 
I refer to myself as a, as a, a, a vampire. They have to invite me in. Right? <laughs> um, I can't force myself. I yeah. can't be forced by the, the administration because yeah. it just won't happen, right? Yeah. Um, but a lot of times what will happen is they'll go to one of the trainings that I lead, either professional de- development mm-hmm. after school, or I'll do a quick hit type, hey, check this tool out type mm-hmm. thing um, at a um, faculty meeting. Um, and that'll lead to them seeing me in the hall. So, oh, Chris, yeah. I wanted to talk to you about that. Yeah. You know, it starts the conversation. Starts the conversation. So you've been able to use like a ten-minute, just a ten-minute staff meeting thing yeah. or after-school PD yeah. as a way to engage the yeah. conversation for them. Yeah. That's good. Those are good strategies. Are good strategies. I like those. Yeah. And a lot of times it'll also be grassroots from teacher to teacher. Mm-hmm. I'll be working with a teacher, and they'll go to their PLC group or their department or at lunchtime just yeah. talking and say we did this really cool thing you yeah. should try this out yeah you yeah. should invite Chris in he'll yeah. come in and right. he'll come in and partner and teach with you yes. you don't have to do any of it <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the best I mean there's nothing better than that that world word of mouth right yeah. like if you can get a teacher where you do a cool project to go and, and say that be yes. like oh you should see what my right. kids did yeah. invite Chris in he'll just do half of it for you <laughs> You know, that's always the best. Yeah. So I like those strategies. You know, those are strategies we talk about a lot. Is you mm-hmm. gotta just even like you're saying, like if it's a ten minute nugget of like, yeah. hey, here's a tool, here's an idea, give me a shout if this seems interesting to you. Right. You know, and I mean that's not gonna get everybody, but every once right. in a while you get a teacher to email you back and mm-hmm. say whatever. And I'll you know, every once in a while I'll send out an email with a quick little like I'll do a screencast, a little quick how to, um, maybe a cool article that I found. I actually took um, one of your articles that Kim wrote for Eduro. Mm-hmm. Um, Eduro? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, I think it was the Everybody Needs a Coach. Yeah. Right? And I, when I first went to the new middle school, that's kind of my introduction. That was one of the pieces that I sent Oh, very out. cool. So, yeah, was, yeah. Yeah, and that's, uh, I mean, Kim's done such a great job, and we're in the middle of this coaching launch that Kim has just done an incredible job on. Mm-hmm. So if you are a coach and you're listening to this podcast, Head over to Eduro Learning, go to the blog. Kim's got amazing stuff, stuff, and she's yeah. got her Facebook live sessions that she does. <laughs> yeah. So uh, she's done such a great job. And so we're, we're as a company, we've kind of changed where Kim's thing is coaching. Like, she is a coach of coaches guru, and so she's kind of the focus for now. And then I think in May, I become the focus for May to okay. July, where we talk with, like, one-to-one teaching. What does that look like yeah. in the classroom? Yeah. Strategies for the classroom. So if you're people in their coaching roles, like, Kim is just producing right. crazy it's stuff right stuff. now with yeah. PDFs and blog posts yeah. and, really cool and all out. kinds of cool stuff. So yeah. if you're interested in that, uh, head on over there and, and get that stuff. So, Well, very cool. Yeah. Excited to hear what you're doing. Uh, you. If you like Shifting Our Schools, then you need to head on over to iTunes or wherever, and we'll mm-hmm. get Stitcher and Spotify yeah. and everything yeah. else. But uh, definitely in Google music you're in google, google play, play yeah. music uh and then itunes and and subscribe to the project-based awesome podcast yes and cool. download the book download books the book. on the website 699 699 40-ish pages yeah yeah uh, just reading, helping cool get stuff. you through some stuff yeah. and, and that background another just great resource for coaches as well yeah that when you're supporting teachers in the classroom to be able to have something yeah. uh, to ground you in so thank you awesome. for taking no, time out of your you. conference appreciate yeah i appreciate it and we'll talk to you next time awesome thanks jeff all right Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Shifting Our Schools with your host, Jeff Udick. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit sospodcast.org, facebook.com slash Jeff Udick, and on Twitter at judick. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe, and we'll catch you next time on Shifting Our Schools.